0: Hello, beautiful people. This is not the normal podcast. This is a, a conversation, a free-flowing conversation. And it came to me because I posted on Twitter, hey, who wants to hop on a Zoom? I posted the Zoom link and my friend Jonesy showed up and we ended up having this 50-minute conversation I pressed record because I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know if it would be distributed for further use. And I thought this might be cool and valuable to save. And what's the best way to save something? It's to put it out into the world, put it out into feeds. And that is what I'm doing with this recording. And so this is a cool episode for me because the podcast started by me asking people who wants to talk on the phone and this is the ethos, or the ethos, I don't know exactly how to say it, but that's what the podcast was all about when it started. And it's turned into interviews, and it's turned into something different, but I love getting back to the roots of just a free-flowing conversation, and I'm grateful to be able to publish this with Jonesy's permission. So if you enjoyed these free-flowing episodes, let me know at hey Danny Miranda. I appreciate all the feedback. Also, starting to post heavily on YouTube shorts, TikTok, Instagram, we are just posting up a storm and the reason for that is because the more places that you are putting yourself out there, if you have love to give, if you have gratitude, if, you're, if you feel you have something to really give, the more places people see it, the more places people see it. And so, I've stopped thinking of myself as a writer, which I did at one point in my life. And then I thought of myself as a podcaster and a writer. Now I think of myself as a creator in general. And it's cool to see that evolution. And I want to continue to get more attention and more awareness for the things and the topics that are important to me. I just My latest TikToks on how to meditate, how to do, how to do things consistently, how to do things well. So I'm gonna continue iterating on my process. I've posted probably 20 TikToks or maybe 60 Instagram posts. So we're brand new in these mediums. And so we have no expectations. And that's a beautiful time to explore. So really enjoying that process. Hope you're enjoying it as well if you're following along at Miranda, And I hope you enjoy this episode with Jonesy. Interesting people, thought-provoking conversations, nutrition for your brain. Journey through the minds of the world's top performers and discover what it really takes to achieve your highest version. This is the Danny Miranda Podcast. Jonesy, baby. I
1: don't don't know. I was expecting like that.
0: Oh, my God. Looking professional with the the bookcase in the background. I was
1: expecting like a thousand people to be on here when I got in here. People are asleep, man.
0: <laughs> ah, Dude, it's just it's the ones who are tapped in right now. I was just reading this book here. Man, this is crazy. So good. What are you up to? T-
1: tell me about it. Um, I was, I was supposed to have a sales call. Uh, the person didn't show called and, um, went straight to voicemail. And I'm actually happy now. Cause I was like, I saw you post this and I was like, um, I was like, dang, I have a call at three. Maybe I can slide in at the end. And I was like, I was like, when I called, I was like, dang, this person didn't show up. I was like, wait, Danny is having this zoom. Let me slide. So it works out.
0: <laughs> Dude, I got, I just have tears in my eyes right now a little bit because this book The Surrender Experiment talks about everything happening for a reason and being open to it and the flow of life. And the reason why I have tears in my eyes is because it's like, if that went through, life wouldn't have unfolded in this way. And the purposeful nature of everything that happens is something that I don't think we really understand. And it puts it in perspective. This is a guy who set out on his way to start his spiritual journey in like 1970. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to unfold and surrender to the process of life. By the time it's over, he ends up running a multi-billion dollar company, I believe, and being on the board of WebMD and going through that journey with him and seeing where he unfolds. It's crazy to realize when you really think about the coincidences that happen that make that occur. And so, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's, it's like so,
1: that. it's so interesting because, um because like when, when, the when the call, when the call didn't happen, when they no showed, I was like, um, I was like, dang, like I was, I don't want to say like, I was just down, but I was like, I was annoyed. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it's funny because like, a couple, of, I've been reading Happy Pocket Full of Money. I'm not sure you're familiar with that book. And, like, part of my thinking after reading that is, like, okay, like, law of cause and effect, it's, like, it's going to work out. So, it was, a, it was a miniature test. It was, like, yo, if everything's going to work out, then why are you sitting in here feeling down about it? And, like, as soon as I was, like, okay, it just is what it is, uh, I was getting ready to go for a walk. And then I remembered that, uh, that you were doing the Zoom session. I was, like, ah, there it is working out but what if this one had happened? Would you just sat there and like been down about like, what would you have? Like, am I, like I had already moved past and like, okay, you know, it just is what it is. But like this one worked out immediately, but what, what happens if it doesn't work out immediately? Are you going to sit there and be be upset about it? Or are you going to trust that everything happens for a reason and and keep moving on? So it's kind of interesting to see things like that play out.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because we could understand intuitively or believe everything happens for a reason, but when you read the examples of that occurring in someone's life and how they dealt with it and how they move forward, it just brings a whole new perspective for me personally because it's like you're able to experience that with them in that moment. But,
1: yeah. I was just about to say you always have the you always have the good um the good book just Like anytime you post a book, I'm like, dang, this sounds like it's gonna be some heat. Um I tried um I started reading. A New Earth, and I, I didn't finish it, but I, like, I, I might have got maybe one, two, even three chapters in, and I was like, man, this is a really good book, um, and the, the only reason I didn't really finish it is because I had to read it on my laptop, and I hate reading uh, digitally. I love having a physical book in my hand, so I, I'm, I'm really interested uh, for the book that you just showed, just because, one, you always drop heat, and like, like you said, uh, watching somebody let things play out and watching how it played out for him, I feel like that'll be a a really um, encouraging read.
0: Bro, send me your address and I'll send you the surrender experiment and I'll send you a new earth, the physical copies.
1: Danny, literally everything happens for a reason. I, I wouldn't, like, this literally would not have happened if I would have had that call. I don't even know if you would have been still in the Zoom session, you know, 45, 30 minutes later or however long it would have been for me to slide in at the end. Yeah, I'm about to DM it to you right Please. now. Please. What else? Have, what else have you been up to, Danny? Oh, one one second. Major props on that that the new podcast that you're doing with Lucky Trader. Thank Congrats you, on that, man. That is that's dope. It, your your journey, and then I'm going to get what else you've been up to. Too. Your journey is so interesting to watch because you're one of the few people who you actually get to see it play out in real time. And that's one of the things that I've always uh, wanted to do or wanted to highlight because it's easy to say to to highlight your journey after you've already made it. Like that's what pretty much everybody does. And, but watching it play out in real time is like, oh man, like you get to see what consistent work, what happens when you put in consistent work. You get to see like, oh, they started this on in month one, not really knowing where they wanted to go. And it wasn't until month 25 or whatever that it actually paid off. So it's like, oh, well, that means I need to put in more time. So uh, I'm so glad that you tweet. I'm so glad you didn't have your podcast because it it's what I wanted to do or what I wanted to create. And it was just done. It, like, I actually get to see it happen.
0: I appreciate that, man. It's uh, it's exciting to be able to do it in public, in person so that everyone, like you can't fake the timestamps, the, the tweets. <laughs> like it is what it is. It's there forever. You can't fake the podcast. You can't fake the things I say. And so it'll be really fun looking back, I'm sure, in 10 years, wherever it ends up. But right. my intention is so strong and such a an direction. And it's like, will life unfold that way? Who knows? But it's, uh, it's exciting to, to just do it and to just put in the work day after day and see people like you who have been in from the jump. Like, It just means so much to me to be able to do that journey with someone else and with other people.
1: When you were coming up on a year, I was like, I was like, wow, it's been a year since I had my first conversation I was like, man he is I was like he is making so many strides like it's it's so crazy to watch you to watch you put out three episodes a week for a whole year. like to put out three episodes a week is that's already one thing to do it for a month is another thing and then just to do it over a year and to keep doing it so that's 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 pretty ridiculous, man.
0: And then imagine doing it for 10 years.
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Like what's that gonna look like
1: and and then uh, you just got a studio too didn't you or, or found was like a fort, so India?
0: yeah i'm looking into a bunch of different studio spaces in the city and just touring there it was kind of like i guess a uh, a basketball player like a high school basketball player going to see <laughs> where the pros play right. and i'm literally just like giddy like oh my god this is so crazy this room this room is so much like this is, there's engineers that come here so I don't know if it's gonna happen I don't know if it's gonna happen in the next month but I think that it's just so exciting to have that vision of like wow, this is where I could be recording one day
1: So when when you walk in there do you say oh I'm gonna be right there Joe Rogan's gonna be right here one day do you do you do all of that?
0: Well I think that this is like the studio going to a studio is kind of a, a stepping stone in and of itself. Mm -hmm. right because one day i want to have my own studio in my own house so i just think about it like man i'm so excited to start doing these in person and connecting with people in person and feeling that energy in person like that's what i'm after so
1: have have you done any have you done any in person before
0: only with friends and family
1: that's Mm -hmm. it okay okay are you are you i mean i i kind of expect you to be nervous but are you nervous
0: no, not at all. No, I'm nervous. Excited. I mean, it's like the same thing, but more energy and more stakes mm-hmm. and more. You're thinking about more things and more. You have more inputs to deal with, mm-hmm. and more information: the person's body language, how they respond to certain things, what their hands are doing, what the. And it's a whole. It's another mm-hmm. ball game in and of itself. But yeah, I'm just excited for it. I think it'll be. Amazing, and it'll make the interviews even better, from my perspective at least.
1: I, I think I think the the energy is going to be something that's because you can you can feel it coming through your your headphones or just watching it on video, but actually seeing it in person, I I feel like it's just going to add to that energy that's in the room.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get such a high from talking to Tej or like having these crazy conversations with people, and I can't imagine what it's like when I'm actually in the same room as them, as we're actually focused on that one thing in that moment. It's it's exciting for me, man, honestly.
1: And then to the conversations that will stem from it, just because you don't have to really worry about interrupting somebody or like talking. It, it's it's more natural because you, you can like pull back if you start to and kind of like, oh, no, go ahead. And there's no like lag in between of just like
0: latency issues or anything like that so like about that so much literally that's the biggest takeaway i think is like the lack of lag between and connection so yeah that's such a good point
1: going going back to um going back to surrender experiment how do you how do you how do you um i don't even know what i'm i know what i'm trying to ask but how do you how are you able to surrender you know how are you able to understand that everything's going to work out even when things aren't
0: working out. Yeah, I think that for me it's about just letting unfold what is going to unfold and I had no idea and this was a test for me honestly. I had no <laughs> idea who would it's like giving yourself little tests every day. I think uh-huh. it's the best answer. Mm. I put out I put up the zoom and I was like, I don't know who's going to come in. I don't know if zero people will come in during the entire time. I don't know if what will happen, but I just have to accept that I don't know and see how I react and see what mm-hmm. happens. And another way is to notice bad things happen and then track the results of those bad things happening. For example, your mm-hmm. sales call and it's like bad that someone... Canceled on you or didn't pick up, but something bad led to this connection. All right. so that's a beautiful thing too. Is like the more you test yourself, and the more "quote unquote" bad things you experience that lead to good things that you couldn't have ever predicted or done yourself. That's how you continue along that process. And even little moments in your own life, like waiting for the elevator, or like let's say you're going wait having to wait somewhere, well you're waiting in that moment and you could be saying to yourself, Oh, why am I waiting? What's the what's going on here? But if you remind yourself, oh no, this is a beautiful opportunity to learn something else. Let's just surrender to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers your question, but that was my takeaways.
1: It it does, um at least a little bit. Um I, I have a follow up though. So it's like um so so where did that where did that stem from? The um the being able to accept it. Um, because you know, again, it's it's one thing in practice and another thing, uh, you know, just to think about it in theory. So so what did it stem from like to for you to be okay or for you to even let's start with this. What made you what made you kind of want to send out the Zoom link and you know just go from there?
0: I listened to my intuition and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I would love to connect with someone or some people who are following me right now. And this will be I didn't think about it so much in depth. I just like followed my intuition of wanting to talk to someone, wanting to connect, feeling appreciation for people who follow me. Like that's what that's where it stemmed from. Mm -hmm. And then the stem for surrendering, when you see it in action in someone else's life, it's like how could you not want to live that same life yourself? So seeing it in action in Michael Singer's life and being reminded of it was really important for me
1: did you did you do that prior to reading that book
0: yeah i mean it's something i've always done for the past two years but Mm -hmm. when you read something it's just right in your mind and it's so Mm. and so the moments in my life when i have surrendered and trusted have been better than the moments where i've been very attached to an outcome in a particular way
1: okay does it, does it help you um, stop labeling things as good or bad? Because you have you read anything about like, a, I can't even remember if it's like Buddhist, the Buddhist parable where it's like, um, the man, uh, he lost his horse and the guy was like, uh, oh, that's bad. He's like, no one knows truly what's good or bad. Does it does it help you uh, operate kind of the same way?
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's just a, a great way to understand that Potentially everything does happen for a reason and potentially the life you're living, if you were to tweak one thing in one way, mm-hmm. would have a crazy impact. I mean, the stories he tells, the synchronicities are so absurd. <laughs> like one one example, he's teaching at a college mm-hmm. and he goes to open the window because it's hot in the room. Mm-hmm. And he waves To bring the air in, right? He goes like this. Mm -hmm. And then he 10 years later or five years later, whatever it is, he's talking to someone who shows up at his temple and it's this woman. And this woman says, I want to thank you so much because I was really shy five years ago and I saw you wave me into your classroom. And I just want to thank you for that because it being in your class impacted me so much. And that was a pivotal moment in my life. And he was opening the window, didn't see her (laughs) and waving to bring Aaron. Yeah, that happened over and over and over to him. And like that was just one example. So when you see shit like that, when you hear it gives you a lot of trust to just be and to just flow. And there's no way and there's no there's no absolute way you should be because everything is happening for a reason. Everything is going to work out. And when you have that trust, you're like, listen, put out a zoom link. No one shows up. Great. <laughs> Josie shows up. Amazing. A million people show up. Amazing. Like you're detached from outcome because you're so willing to be like, yo, it's all good, baby. Whatever happens, happens. That's, it's, that's, that's very interesting. Even, even
1: this conversation here, cause, uh, I thought I've always lived from a, um, from a everything, I mean, everything's just gonna work out perspective. I think I've I've said like, if there was like a transcript of my life, I probably said that for for like, like eight years ago, right? But looking at things now, like I might say it in retrospect, like, oh yeah, because everything works out. But I see like in day-to-day moments where I don't feel that, but conversations like this, the book that I'm reading, like, the, the shift I'm starting to believe it more and more where eight years ago it just felt like something I kind of just said so yeah. it's just it's really interesting to see things play like play out like that as well
0: yeah that's what I was saying before is like you could say it but it's different to believe it and to know it that's like way two different ways of being so I'm grateful for having this book because I believe it and know it at a deeper level but Tell me about this book you're rereading for a third time. What's that all about?
1: So it's, it's, I was looking to see if I had it around me. It's Happy Pocket Full of Money, right? Um, first heard about it through TED and Clicks and Copy University. So let's see if I can give you a little bit of summary of it. Um, It, it starts with quantum physics. It's kind of telling you how the world works. Um, and what he's, what he's basically trying to tell you, and it, let me start over a little bit. So the name Happy Pocket Full of Money comes from, I think that's kind of like a a clickbait title in the sense that, you know, what what do people want in life? And and people want wealth. A lot of people want wealth. Um, And so he kind of used that, though, to pretty much show you how the world works and show you how you can attain wealth, but pretty much how you can attain how pretty much anything in in life that you want. And he started out with quantum physics, kind of talking about how the world works, how it's just... um, everything is made of the same particles of energy or whatever. And he started there and moved kind of over to like who you are. Um, Like this is like, you're, you're made up of the same thing that everything else is made of. Like that's you. So if that is how the world is, if that's everything that the world is made up of, and I'm kind of paraphrasing and skip around here, then pretty much everything that can exist already exists. no see, that already exists. So because this happens, then there are like um then dang, it's really hard to it's really hard to like do oh, it goodness. in sequence like this. But um but anyways, so he goes on to talk about like uh again the way the world works. So like law cause and effect, um, and, and how conditions don't exist and how your first cause. That's what I was missing, how your first cause like everything that you see on your outside world is just a reflection of the inner work that you're going in. Cause like you, most people think of themselves as a, a body and a, and a mind when, when really like you're a spirit, a spiritual being that's having a, a physical existence. So it's like, if that's the case, then like, you know, where do you draw the line between your body or where do you draw the line between your mind? Like if your spirit extends around and, and is everything else, then that means you are so much more than you right here so if everything comes from if the outer world is just a reflection of your inner world then you can use your thoughts your actions all of this stuff your mental images to create the world that or create the experience that you wish to exist so that's what he does he, he starts again with quantum physics he thought he goes into like uh images of the mind which is uh like the first cause or states of being which is the first cause like you you are happy internally and then you have experiences on the outside that reaffirm your, your happiness. And um, and, and he even went on the purpose. And, and this is what I really like about purpose, and I'll I'll, I'll end um I'll end what I'm saying about happy pocket eventually. But uh he says this about purpose like you chose before you came, like people think free will starts like when you're born, basically, right? But he says that free will existed before you were born, like you as a spiritual being chose the conditions that you wanted to come in here and experience before you came in here and experienced everything so Wild. so like your purpose like the things the the things that interest you like they're supposed to interest you because that's what your spirit chose before you came here um and even talked about goal setting like he was talking about like um you know people want most people want to be a millionaire most people want to be a billionaire but like money's just uh you know it's 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 just really numbers on a piece of paper so like what does that actually look like to you like a billion a billionaire like is it does they ha- do they have like um a thousand watches you know all these louis vuitton shirts or whatever like he said he was saying basically to make a list of uh, of of everything you want like from the for the next 30 years so that it can go ahead and start to manifest like you don't have to want it right now but you and in, in your infinite capability or whatever you want to say it is, we'll bring it at the right time, but it has to go ahead and start bringing it to action. And he was just saying like somebody who wants to build somebody who, who has like a thousand things that they want, will have more wealth than somebody who just wants to be a billionaire, because like, how do I know uh, being a billionaire is just a word. How do I know what that looks like? So you have to have these images in your mind of, of what it looks like, what does
0: wealth look like?
1: So you can actually experience that.
0: I love that. And I. it actually reminds me, I did read it myself and I need to reread it and write down that list because I've heard that before and it's a, a powerful practice because we, we often just think that a particular amount of money is what we want, mm-hmm. but we don't have the things that that particular amount of money will actually bring us.
1: Right. Like, it,
0: it goes to a deeper my- level.
1: I was only going to say, um, you know, you want to be a billionaire, but like the only thing that you want is a, a Lamborghini. Like that's not, that's not really a billionaire. So it's like, right. you have to yeah. have these images. You have to have, you have to know the experiences that you want to have in order to experience them.
0: Yeah. Powerful, man.
1: Yeah, That's my book right now. I'll, I'll probably read that after I get done reading it. I'll probably reread it again. Cause they have like, he has, he'll ha- he'll say something like the first step is this and then like you want you won't really understand it completely until you go all the way through it. So I've been like making stars. I've been making notes and then I've been making stars by notes. So when I read it again, I'll kind of read my notes and then try to figure out, uh read through my notes to figure out like how to do this to complete the first step. And if it's not in my notes, reread it again to see if I can find it. So I'll probably be reading that uh through the rest of the year, if not longer.
0: I love that, man. What other books have you reread?
1: Hmm, what other books have I reread? I have reread The Way of the Superior Man uh, a couple times.
0: Um, Dida or Dita?
1: Yeah, yeah. That that one's good. And the the cool thing about rereading a book is like it's always you come back with a different understanding. So you were brought there. you, you might have enjoyed it. You might have highlighted some things here or there. But then when you read it again, it's like. Oh, now I understand this more because I've had different, I'm a different person than when I first read it. Uh, let's see. I think I might have mentioned this before. There's a book called Parallel Universes of Self. Um, it's by Frederick Dotson, I think. That's a that's a book that I've read multiple times, and I'll probably give it another read. He has a good section on law of attraction that I like. Mm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I've I've tried to get to the point where I don't read uh, where I don't read as many new books and try to reread the, the old ones that were good. But I can't I can't think of them right now.
0: Those are two good ones.
1: It's also it's also funny, though, Danny, because I, <laughs> I, <was, laughs> I was surprised that you let me sit here and talk to you because we had that whole conversation on love yourself like your life depended on it. And mm-hmm. I never, I never moved forward with that podcast, but lately I've been thinking about like, I was like, I had the wrong idea going into it. Like I was, I, I don't know. And, I, and I've been thinking about redoing it. And I was like, dang, if I ever post this, uh, if I ever post this first episode, Danny's going to be like, yo, it took you like a year to do this.
0: <laughs> nah, dude, everyone is moving at their own pace and their own speed for the thing that they need to do. Right. So it's like. Some people might not want to, might record something and then say, you know what, this isn't, I'm not ready to put this out yet. I'm not ready to do this thing yet. And I think that's where having no expectations is so key and finding joy from the process, from the conversation itself. For me personally, I I love talking to you. It was a great time, whether or not you post it or the world sees it or no one sees it. Doesn't matter to me. We had a great time. So, yeah, nice. so when you approach life from that perspective of podcast conversations, anything, it's just such a more joyful, light, lighthearted experience. You know, yeah. I, I hold zero, zero resentment or have anything, <laughs> you know, like that just doesn't, doesn't even cross my mental. To say, wow, Jonesy didn't post this or this or that or he didn't go through. Like, what does it matter when we had such a joyful experience for him talking about an interesting book? Shout I, out to all Rabicon.
1: I was I was thinking too, um I was I was talking with a friend about like influencer culture, and I was like, um, I was like, man, I because I, I, I just got back from a wedding in Cancun like uh earlier this month, and like nice. it was it was a it was a blast like we had high expectations going into it and somehow some way somehow it, it it exceeded them by a uh by a, a long shot but i was thinking i was like i want to read but the thing was we didn't like no pretty much well i didn't record any videos or really take any photos aside from when i actually pulled out my camera to take out uh to do some photography and i was like dang like i want to go on these trips and like take these videos but It's not really to, you know, become an influence or anything. It's just like, I just want this memory. And then I want to be able to show my kids when the time comes. Um, So it's like, and and I say all that to say, like, you know, enjoy the moment for what it is. And like, you don't have to try to, you don't really have to try to accomplish it or something from it other than really enjoying the moment.
0: Yeah. And also on that point, a previous version of myself shied away from taking photos and videos because I was like, I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to, I don't want, I want to be present. I want to be fully here. I don't want to think about what's going on and take out a photo and take, but then I realized like that was a mistake on my part that even if I was taking it just for myself, that was a win. And because I'd want that memory in five years. And the fact that I was I was not giving myself the joy of the future memory of the previous memory was because I didn't want to be an influencer or, or feel like an influence. Like I, okay. I viewed what they, I was looking down upon what they were doing because I thought they were doing it for attention or clout or whatever. But it was just a, a narrow-minded way of thinking myself that I wish I took more videos from my past. And I try to take as many videos as I can today, because it's such a precious thing to record conversations, to, to have videos of the past, have photos. And Mm -hmm. so I I try to do that whenever I can.
1: I I feel like if if people, you know, in the the times before they had cameras, if they knew about cameras now, they probably would have took pictures of like everything. But like, here I am, like, Oh, no, I'm not going to take a picture of it uh, because then I'm going to feel like a, a influencer. Or then I'm going to feel like I'm not in the moment or something like
0: that. Right. It, when that can help you feel more in the moment and help you realize things about that moment that you maybe never realized before. Mm-hmm. So the Cancun uh, trip, how was that? What was the best was, part of it?
1: Oh, man, I mean, I really I really don't know because we, we were I don't know if I mentioned it. I think I just said I came back from Cancun, but my brother got married in Cancun and um
0: congratulations
1: yeah it was it was it was dope and it was <laughs> it was it was funny because like leading up to it uh him and his wife they had like all these events and like me being his brother uh and i he has a twin too so like me and him talking amongst each other like uh man we had to go to all these events like we might as well get married in cancun too like since we we've done all this stuff, but anyways. And uh, but all like we did all that, and we weren't like really complaining or anything, but we went over there and like had a blast but the the funnest moment the funnest moment, let's see the reception was really fun i I tell people like i've been to I went to a lot of parties in college, and the reception itself was probably like a uh, top five top three parties I've ever been to uh, that's how the, the wedding was, but the funnest moment uh the funnest moment was this there was the first night we were there um the first night we were there they had somebody playing they had like a it wasn't it was a band but it was like a, a singer and a musician they were playing music and um the group kind of just like found each other um just kind of randomly like because they there's a there's 120 people in this group right for a destination wedding which is pretty wild um with like 60 maybe even more being around like the 23 to 28 age range so like people who just out trying to have fun so like everybody kind of found each other and we were kind of like figuring out what we were going to do and they started playing music and we just started like we just started turning up to the music like singing with them and stuff like that and like uh don't stop they played don't stop believing and like we were like we were singing along with them like at the top of our lungs and like the um I think he was playing either guitar or piano. He had a... He pointed to us because, like, we were on the side of it. He pointed to us like... uh, It seemed like he was enjoying himself, too. or Enjoying the energy that we were giving off. And it was fun. I've been trying to find videos, but it seems like nobody has a video of it. So, you know, that's... I guess that's uh, a sign to take more videos.
0: (laughs) But uh, you said the group found each other randomly. You mean the musicians or everyone?
1: The the group that we were with. So, like... um, I had recently been, been eating like with a few of my cousins and I left them at the restaurant to probably go change. And like, and I, as I was walking through the resort, I was kind of like asking people like what they were doing. Some people were leaving the resort and like go to the city. And then I, I ran into like my, my brother and some of the people that he was with, uh, the one that wasn't getting married. And he was like, uh, nah, we're not, we're not doing anything. Uh, we gonna stay on the resort. So they, they joined me and the people that I was with. And then we kind of, we ran into, um, his wife or soon to be wife. and she was like, yeah, my sister's going to the city, but we're not trying to go. And it was like 10 of them. So like, we're all just chilling there, talking. And then they start playing music to the left of us. And we just turned up right then and there. And it was, it was, it was like really unexpected because I didn't even know they was about to play music. I didn't expect to be around all those people at then. And it was just something fun to do at the time.
0: That was your best memory or like the most impactful one that stood out. And it was a random occurrence right like it right. was just by chance
1: it was it was just by chance like i said i didn't i didn't even know they were about to do that and and then it was the first night too so it, it kind of really cemented it really set the tone for like the way the weekend was gonna go because um that that's when i realized that like oh this trip is gonna be like it's, it's gonna be pretty different
0: <laughs> magical
1: yeah it was it was it was fun for sure
0: that's dope man and what are you what are you most excited about today in this present moment
1: what am i uh well now this conversation because um i i feel like I, I feel like i wanted to hit you up about something recently mm, i don't know because you know i always try to send you messages every every so now every now that. and then yeah i always try to send it. i feel like i feel like um i think i was thinking about the podcast that i wanted to start and i was like i wonder danny would come back and do it an episode. I would and um so i was like uh, i think i was thinking about that um because i think i was thinking about a new a new earth i was like uh that's a oh yeah you posted that book that's what happened you posted surrender experiment i was like man danny always posts these bangers and this kind of hits right along the the topics of the podcast i want to start so i was like i I can see myself like having reoccurring guests i wonder if like danny would be willing to come on you know when i do get it up and running um but other other than that I don't know. I've, I I don't know anything like in the present moment that I'm just like excited for, but I've been excited taking things day by day, in the sense of like I don't know. It 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 just feels it feels different. It feels like a, I have a new appreciation for it. So,
0: what got you making? What makes you think you have a new appreciation for it? Like, why do you why are you saying that?
1: <clears> hmm. <throat> Is part because of reading Happy Pocket and trying to figure out or understanding that the things that I want to experience, I will. So yep. I, I I pretty much walk around, like I, I go through the day knowing that things will work out or like, if I want to do, if I want to take this trip, like I just need to figure out like what trip I want to take and, and maybe maybe things don't look like that'll happen now, but I trust that they will happen. And being able to operate like that has been fun. Cause it's like, now when I walk in, I'll I'll take uh, two laps around my block in the morning. And when I do that, I try my best to like focus on things that I want in the future. Like not in a, Oh, I want this. I want this. But like, if I'm going to get somewhere, I have to know where I'm going. So, you know, let me think about stuff that will, will bring me joy in the future. So that I know the direction that I'm I'm kind of headed in.
0: Yeah. I've been doing this meditation, this Joe Dispenza meditation where you're you embody the feelings of where you're going to go or where you see yourself going. Mm. And so I actually did it for the first time a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and I'm doing this and I'm embodying the feeling of becoming the biggest podcaster in the world. Mm-hmm and and just what that would mean right all the auxiliary things that that would mean attention um people like needing my attention attention to the world all this stuff and i was feeling like what it would feel like deep within me to get recognized by random strangers on the street okay, okay. so i do this meditation it was great I'm just like wow this feels incredible felt such a sense of joy and peace afterward after doing it Mm-hmm. 10 minutes later i'm just sitting down at the table and this random stranger comes up to me and he's like patrick mahomes you look exactly <laughs> like patrick mahomes i guess my hair was somewhere with the hair yeah, or whatever i can see it and i was like it forced me in that second to embody the feeling again of what would it feel like to get recognized because I was just like, "Oh my God, that's crazy!" That I was just embodying that feeling, and then it was forced—life forced it for me to have it in the next moment. I just thought that was cool and a good reminder to keep doing the meditation and to keep uh, embodying the feeling. Did
1: did you did you like that intention? Um, or are you yeah? Did you like that intention? Yeah,
0: it, it's not. It wasn't so much that I enjoyed the intention, but. I, the aspiration of to becoming the biggest podcaster in the world is it's almost like if Kobe Bryant says to himself, I want to be the best basketball player in the world, right? Mm-hmm. He's not doing that for the sake of getting attention, but when he becomes at, as good at his craft as he possibly can, it will lead to people to recognize him as being the best mm-hmm. or being one of the best. So that's kind of how I think about it with podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, go ahead. No, no. I was just saying, it's like, it's an inevitability if that's the mm-hmm. level that I want to reach is like people recognizing me and becoming aware of me before I know who they are. Gotcha. Does that makes sense. And I was, I was,
1: yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was asking. Like, uh, like, Like, were you cool with that? Or was it like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I'll feel. If like random people coming up to me, like, you know, will that take away from this or that? I was wondering like if, if that thought kind of occurred to you, or if it was like, no, this is, this is it. Like I'm, I'm okay with this. This is, this is cool.
0: Yeah. I think it's cool because it's an inevitability based mm-hmm. on how big I want to get, because I want to yeah. be able to do this at the peak that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And so if I really want to be the greatest podcaster in the world, then I need to get comfortable with the idea of random people coming up to me.
1: Okay. So how do how do you come across that type of meditation?
0: Um, I don't know. I was just reading Joe Dispenza's book and <laughs> I was like, this is sweet. Like, let me check this out. I checked it out. I, I think it's on Amazon music or something. And I, Just started doing it a while back. And then I had this guest on. Her name is Kat Norton. I think you'd really enjoy that episode, knowing you and knowing what you're about. And I had her on and she credits Joe Dispenza for helping her. And I was like, oh, shit, I should probably get back to doing that Joe Dispenza meditation I was doing uh, last year or whatever. And so I started doing it for the past few days and I'm just I'm loving it. It's such a beautiful feeling of not only getting in touch with myself and feeling that peace and presence within me, but also the, the elevated emotions of where I want to go. So
1: Mm. that's interesting, Uh, especially because, especially because, you know, with, with law of attraction, they say like you have to resonate at the, at the uh, energy level, at the, the frequency of the thing that you're trying to attract. So it's like, if you, if, you, if you meditate in a way that allows you kind of to step into that, that person or character, then it allows you to get in touch with that frequency where, you know, in your day-to-day life, you might not understand or know what that feeling feels like.
0: 1,000%. And that's why when you said, I walk around town or I do a couple of blocks around my neighborhood... And I feel what it would feel like to be where I want to be. It just reminded me of that so much. So we're doing the same thing in our own different ways. <laughs> uh
1: I, I asked you this at the beginning and said I would come back to it and 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 here we are like 45 minutes later. But but what else have you been up to?
0: Yeah, bro. I'm, I've been up to right now I'm in, in Tampa. I okay. was I was called to Tampa. I don't know why. Well, I do know why now, but yeah, that's another crazy story. But in Tampa getting some sun. It's a beautiful thing. I have NFT NYC next week. I'm super Mm. excited about a bunch of people in the NFT ecosystem coming down to the city, New York city that is, and just, just stoked to be doing the podcast and talking to interesting people and just crushing it. Like it's just fun. (laughs) Like it's so crazy. I wake up like, yo, how is this, how is this happening? You know?
1: No, that's cool. It's funny that you that you uh, said that you didn't like. You know now why you ended up in Tampa. Yeah. uh, For like, I've been thinking like, okay, uh, like a trip to Tampa has been calling my name, and um, and not because it's like the last city that I went to in Florida, but like it's been calling my name. So it's funny hearing you say that. But speaking of NFTs, I I have to listen to your Lucky Trader podcast episodes because like I am one thousand. Well, I guess nine hundred and ninety nine. Percent in the dark when it comes to NFTs. Like, I know they're a thing, but I have no idea what they are.
0: You're not the only one, my friend, and you won't be the only one for many, many years to come, which makes it so exciting because it's the early days of NFTs and there's probably 500,000 people who are in it and trading and know what it is and know what's going on. So, yeah, it's a real early ecosystem. And so that's, uh, it's awesome. You know, if you don't know what it is, it's no worries. It's not, uh, nothing nothing wrong with that. It's very early days for NFTs.
1: With, with the first podcast episode that you, oh, not even with the first, but with that podcast, did you start with a, um, does it take people from, you know, zero to a certain level or does it just like throw you into the thick of things?
0: Yeah, so I'd actually be curious to get your take after listening to episode one this is an episode i recorded with my friend logan hitchcock and Mm -hmm. i'm curious if that's good for someone who has no idea about anything really and let me know people okay people who haven't who aren't in nfts have messaged me saying it's been helpful to them but i don't know if that's just them or they've had more experience or knowledge so let me know if you get a chance to listen to it and and if it's actually helpful at all for you or what you think we should add or what questions you still have after listening to that first one, because I don't know how beginner it actually is.
1: Mm, okay. I don't know. I'll definitely do that for you. It's it's also funny too that we're having this conversation because um, with one of my sales calls, uh, it, it's getting, is the, the Legion is just starting up. So I, I've I've talked to some people who just aren't qualified. So I was talking to this one guy, uh like two minutes into the conversation, I was like, Yeah, uh, this isn't for you because you're just getting started. But I mean, I'm I'm still booked for like the next 20, 25 minutes and you just want to want to chop it up a little bit. And um, closer to like when we were getting ready to hop off, I was like, cause even he, he was starting an online business. I was like, Oh yeah, there's also this section, of, I was like, Are you on Twitter? I was like, there's this section of Twitter called uh money twitter, and like a lot of them have like good advice or good tips for like you to um for you to to build on i was like uh so i was like i probably want to follow more than five people because then you can get like um then you can get like uh, yeah overwhelmed i was like uh but i I was like i'll give you five right quick and i made sure to throw in tege and you so i was like appreciate um, that man so because i was like i was like danny's like one of my favorite people to follow because like i my my timeline's kind of mixed i got a lot of funny stuff i got a lot of um Pop culture referency stuff, um, and then you know, the hustle stuff. And, and there's some doom and gloom on there. And I, I uh, especially with, with everything that's going on, it's just like, you know, some people are, are very doom and gloom, some people don't care. So it's like, but when I see Danny, when I'm scrolling through my timeline, and I see Danny, I know this is somebody whose tweet I can stop on and read, and it's going to be something beneficial. And that at the least, I know it's not going to be, you know, doom and gloom, and it's going to be something at least positive.
0: No doom and gloom over here. We don't have time
1: for that. And I appreciate that for sure, for sure.
0: So, you running the sales agency?
1: I don't run it. I just close. Um, I try agency the agency route. Like um, I guess two years ago, I started trying two years ago. Um, But this is this is what I like doing. You like doing it in conversation form. I like doing it in a manner of you know maybe this can help you. If this can't help you point you in the right direction um so i just i do that right now enjoying it
0: how'd you get started doing it
1: it started with it and that's funny because i was telling Terence this last time we talked uh, like the signs have always been there i've always supposed to be in sales i kind of ran away from it unintentionally um but because i was like when i was in clicks and copy i was supposed to be writing copy but uh there's a there's a first assignment and i hope Tej doesn't mind me saying this. There's, a, there's one of the first assignments in there where you had to write a letter to Tej. Like you had to create an offer to sell him and you had to write copy for it. And then my offer, I was selling him my services as a what is now known as a closer. I didn't, I thought it was just sales at the time. So that's when I called it in. But it was a closer. So like that was like a sign one. But um just over time, I, I stuck with copywriting for a little bit. But um one one day I was thinking, I was talking to a friend, and I was like, dang, I don't have a reason to wear suits anymore. Cause like when I was in college, I would wear it for like, um, I would wear it for like SGA and I was president of this organization. So I I would wear suits kind of often on campus. And then I was like, dang, I don't have a reason to wear suits anymore. And then like the next day, um, Lodge, I had a, I had DM Lodge about a, cause he was looking for a a closure or something. I had DM Lodge. And then like Luke had emailed, had sent an email saying like, Hey, if you, if you DM, um, Lodge, Lodge fits or whatever fits. I, I don't know his real name, but anyways, then
0: Logan, Logan, yeah, Fitz. Logan.
1: There we go, yeah, Logan. Then, um, then let's hop on a call because we have opportunities or we have the sales group or whatever. And then, so that was like in May, and since then, that's just kind of where I've been. It was it was really interesting because it was like I had this thought and I was like, dang, I have kind of drifted from the goals that I've had and and not necessarily in a bad way, but I had this thought of like, I would, I would on the daily have this thought of walking into this office um, and doing certain things. Like I was wearing a suit. I was like dressed up in a certain way. I was like, dang, I haven't had that thought in so long. And then the next day comes and I get this email. I'm like, no, this is a sign. (laughs) Now this is definitely a sign. So since then I've just been, been here closing.
0: Closing and what have you learned from doing it so far? Like, what's the biggest takeaway?
1: Hmm. The biggest takeaway from it. Okay, first, first, um, and things just won't, things didn't go as I expected them to be. I thought it was like pretty much get on an offer and start making $10,000. I thought that was basically it, right? Um, But, like, I've been on offers where the lead gen was terrible. Um, I've been on a couple offers like that. And so it's like, if I'm only getting paid off commission, then that's not really a good sign, right? So, but, and I was talking to a friend the other day about it. It's like, you just have to just kind of commit to it. Because, like, I was in college for four years and I wasn't making any money. And I was perfectly okay with that. But here I am, you know, six months into this doing something I actually enjoy. And at the time I was ready to give up, but, um, and I, I thought I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like I only put six months into this, something that I like that has like an immense, that gives me an immense opportunity to grow. And I'm, and I'm ready to quit when I did this for four years with like, you know, uh, you know, for, I know perspective. Yeah. So I, I had that. So, it, so really like one thing was to, you know, just stick to it and kind of, um, very generically just stick to it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm even, even now, like, uh, even matter of fact, matter of fact, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I'll be a hundred percent honest. When I saw, let's see when, when this person didn't show up, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll hit up Danny and get and ask him to tweet out. Hey, does anybody need a closer? And then he'll be able to match with somebody. So, um, I don't know, like even now, like I'm I'm still looking for offers here and there. So it's like, you know, it's just something that you kind of gotta stick to and and be okay figuring it out. And like I, I like I say, I'm I'm doing a, a two-year bid at Closure Community College, right? Trying to learn as much as I can. And I, I'm committed for at least the next two years because you know, it just it just is, but I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know other takeaways other than that, but it's just it's just a learning process and hey
0: we're all learned on this game of life you know on this floating rock in space and it seems like you have the right perspective and the right mindset needed for long-term success and that's that's really what it all comes down to the mindset of it so yeah
1: yeah I I think so too and and I I like even you know even with the ones that just aren't aren't qualified. Like, I know I'm not going to make any money off of it, but it's a, again, it's an opportunity to have a conversation. Like I've met some pretty cool people just, just mm-hmm. through this. And it's like, dang, if it wasn't for this, I would have never spoke to you. And like, I've, I've I, like the guy that I um told him about money Twitter, like he texted me the other day to connect me with one of his uh, friends. So it's like, there's there, even though it's not an opportunity for this, there's still opportunity in it. And again, it's something I enjoy.
0: Yeah, bro. And it'll lead to seeds that you can't possibly predict or no one could possibly predict a little bit in the future. So it's great to hear you have that mindset. And I actually have a, a podcast very soon. So got to hop off here. But dude, it's it was great connecting with you and great great seeing you and conversing again. And I yeah. will send you both those books because I think they will make a big impact on you. And uh I'm extremely grateful for our time together today.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you did this, Danny. Uh always good talking with you, man.
0: Hell yeah. Have a great rest of your day and keep on keeping on, my man.
1: Oh, real quick, I might be in New York eventually. Um I, I have a friend that stays up there, so we, we might have to we might have to link up when uh when I'm in the city.
0: I'm looking forward to that day.
1: Sounds good. All right, Danny, you have a good one.
0: You too, man. Peace. Hope you enjoyed that free flow with my man, Jonesy. If you liked that episode, happy to do more of those in that style and just would be curious to hear your take if you got to this point in the episode. So thank you for listening as always, and I will see you in the next episode. Peace.